Hello, everybody. This is Noah, and welcome to Change Talk, a podcast where I have conversations with people who are thinking about change and are open to talking about it. In this week's episode, I speak with Natasha Stern. Natasha resides in the mountains of Topanga Canyon in Los Angeles, California. You can find her hiking, moving, and dancing with her community at Dance Alive or learning to jump the waves in the Pacific Ocean. As a life coach, Natasha helps bring more function and aliveness to her clients' lives as well as her own. Natasha is my best friend David's sister. I have known her for almost 20 years and consider her entire family to be my friends. Her change talk involves diffusing from needless judgments that often get in the way of living the life that she wants to live. I hope that her change talk can in some small way inspire your own. Please note that this podcast is not therapy and is not meant to be a replacement for therapy. Please seek professional help if needed. Welcome again. I am with Natasha Stern. I'm not going to say really anything else. I want you to introduce yourself. Who you are, why you are, what you are, however little, however much you want to share. Okay, awesome. So I'm Natasha. Um, Wow. I haven't had to do this in a really long time. (laughs) Like, introduce (laughs) myself. Okay, I'm like a creature of movement. I am like, I'm very undefinable. Um, I'm 33. I live in LA. Um, Identify as female. I'm a life coach. I'm a management consultant. Um, but movement, self-development, and somatic experience is really what um, motivates me and what guides my life and where I make my choices from. And I've lived many places in the world, spent a lot of time in Israel, and have not had – I'm from Toronto originally. I haven't lived there since 2005, and I have not had um, – an in-the-box life. life at all. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you've worn many hats, um, yeah. but you're still Natasha. People that have known you, even from my, in my own memory of knowing you and early memories that I have at being nine years old, it's still Natasha. I think, I don't know, probably ebbs and flows, but I think when you, the more, the more you find something that is really connects you to yourself the more you hold on to those core parts of your being when you're little and then it just comes up whereas like probably if we were either in more extreme places in our life maybe we wouldn't feel like oh it's the same but I feel like the more settled people get the more it's like oh yeah and when I mean settled I do not mean like external internally internally settled Exactly. Yeah. Um, you've seen yourself in many, in, in different extremes and you know that there's this general range of like Natasha that, exactly. that you come back to. Yeah. And um, I'm open to it changing all the time. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but yet you'll still be Natasha. So, yeah. but we'll leave it at that for now. So Natasha, so movement and somatic experiencing. I mean, you mentioned life coaching uh, as well as management consulting. I, I really want to understand when you say movement, what, what what do you mean? Because I think you literally mean movement, and I want to get a sense of that. So it can also be like stillness. It's not it's not like a necessary 
it doesn't need to look like anything, but um, it's the, the idea. And that's why when you're like, what do you have to change? I'm like, I literally work on this all the time. So I'm not, I don't like have like one thing, but the whole idea is that, um, okay. Imagine you only use your right hand. Okay. Use your right hand and you're really good at using your right hand, but then you really use, you learn to use your left hand. Now it's way harder to use your left hand. It's not comfortable. It's less functional. You can't use it as well. But when you keep working at that and you can suddenly lose your left, use your left hand, your range of motion is going to be way bigger. You're going to mm-hmm. be able to do way more things. And that's movement. It's working on the weaker side of things. Um, so that's one thing. And the brings whole balance thing, in some way. Exactly. It brings balance, but sometimes a balance, someone who's really balanced might need to be go really extreme. That might be their movement. Someone who's like really hyper might need to be really still. Someone who's really still might need to shake things up. Like it's really, it's, it's not prescriptive. It mm-hmm. changes in the moment. It's unpredictable. So movement really teaches like, how can I digest what I'm feeling? How can I digest this circumstance? And most importantly, how can I move with this circumstance? No matter what is going on in my life, how can I move with it? Instead of like leaving my relationship to find one that works, how can I move with this relationship? How can I move with this job? And it's really hard work because it's, it, the onus is very much on, on me and not the, the circumstance or the other person. Because you're facing whatever avoidance is coming up when it becomes too much and you want to move you want to solve the problem by moving away and not moving into the experience. Well, that's what some people do, but everyone right. does different things. Some people collapse. Some people are obsessed with it. Some people vent. Some, like it's, it, that's why there's no like specific thing. And that's why I give like 30 minute free coaching sessions. Cause I'm like, just try it. Um, because it's not right. I don't have a formula at all. Right. You, yeah. you, you, you work with, with what comes in the moment. And in the moment, yeah, now that we're here, we're in this podcast and this podcast is, is sort of, it's called change talk and mm-hmm. it's, it, it varies in, in every episode, but clearly both cause you like to connect with me and, and you're interested in, in change and growth. So what's coming to mind for you in, in this moment uh, of something that you want to change, if you will. So I'll, I'll tell you the three things that came in. So the first thing was that like, I don't want to change anything. Like I think I'm like, that's so that's so annoying. Like, why do I have to think that I should change something in myself? Like, oh, I don't like that. That was the first experience. Mm. And then I was like, okay, open, like open, right? That's my own resistance. So like open and like show up. And then what came in was I'm so, okay. So I'm not in a relationship and I've been wanting to be in a relationship. So I'm like, okay, that's what I want to change. I want I want, I want to be in a relationship. Like, let's work with that. But then things shift with me all the time. <laughs> and I've had a lot of movement happening this week where I actually realized that like, wow, wherever I'm trying to get into a relationship, because I think that's something I need to do, because I think that's like a, a tile, <laughs> like a missing tile. No, no pun Not intended. Pun, yeah, <laughs> but like, or a brick, or like I need to like show something for the society that I grew up in. That makes my dates awful. And I actually really attract like people that I'm not into when I'm trying to get it done. And then I was like, well, that's judgment. That's what it really comes down to is like wherever I have a judgment, if I'm single, if this, if that, that's actually what hinders me from being so connected to myself and my truth and like 
really finding the energetic openings in my system. It's all judgment. So that's, so that's why I landed. That's how I landed on judgment. It's and that judgment to you is like movement is, is stopping. In, in well, judgment way. stops all movement. All mm. you can't move. If you're judging, you can't move. It's impossible. Hmm. It's impossible. So, so what are the, what are the sort of judgments that come up for you as an example, when you are starting to, to date around and, and like, what's the inner dialogue that's happening in live time with Natasha as, as she's going out with these people? So, well, first I have a lot of judgments about them. Yeah. <laughs> like, Which really means that I have judgments about myself. Um, I just things I don't like about them. Like just, right. you know, just certain things. I'm like, oh, I don't, I, but there's a way to be like, oh, wow, I don't like this about that person. And I'm like open to them. I'll, I'm exploring. I'll see what happens, but I don't like this. Like that's really healthy to be like, I don't like this. I like this. We all have our opinions, but an opinion is very different than a judgment. An opinion, I'm not kicking someone off my team. An opinion, I'm not like walking out of a relationship. A judgment, I'm like, ew. It's mm-hmm. that ooh energy. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at that ooh energy within myself that I have towards people, which then I block people and then they're not open, like doesn't go anywhere. Um, and it's a fine line between like, am I judging or is this my body really like, wow, this is a no for me. This is really, and uh, this is really interesting because you're not saying don't listen to the wisdom of, of your body. Don't listen to the wisdom of, of, of your thoughts. I mean, sometimes you can learn to just let them flow and, and not yeah. give them so much attention. But what you're saying is not that you're not going to have an awareness of how somebody's impacting you. It's just there's a difference between judgment and opinion. And I, and I want you to, to share. Can you, can you flesh that out more? Can you give me an example? Sure. I'm, I am not an expert in this. I, I know. am learning. This is one of my biggest challenges. So help, help um, me understand. You know, there's just some things, you know, there's these things you don't like about people. It's like, there's things that we, there's things we don't like about everyone. There's things I don't like about myself. Mm. There's, there's no one that we like everything about. No one. And what I do a lot of the time is like, I'm like, oh, like it's easier with family because they're not going anywhere. So it's that energy of whatever, you know, but it's really good practice because it's real family. Like you don't kick each other off your team when you don't like right. each other, something about each other. There's space to get in fights. There's space to have conflict. So, and when we, when I meet new people, I'm way more quicker to be like, no. Nope. Right. <laughs> there's no investment. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And not then, your family. I, and then no, I'm not doing my own movement. Yeah, because you're like you're not open. You're just I'm not you're closed. Open. You exactly. let the judgment come in instead of the judgment being something to notice. Exactly. You you let that dictate where you need to go. And not all the time, mm-hmm. but enough that I need to work on it. And that's that's the whole thing with movement. It's really important to accurately report and not paint yourself with like you always do this. You don't, that's not how we are. We, we're, there's areas I'm great at not judging. And then there's Mm -hmm. where I'm not going to judge. It's like, it's just, it's both. I want to understand, can you do your best based on right now in this moment, how you understand judgment versus opinion? Yeah. Opinion is neutral. An opinion is like, it's just an accurate fact. I can't change it. It's just part of who I am. I don't like living in Toronto. It's a really good one. I have a lot of judgment in Toronto. I don't like living in Toronto. It's not, I'm, I'm not blaming anyone. I'm not pushing it away. It's mm. just there. Just what it is. Judgment is like, and then it's like that in Toronto. And I feel like that there. And it's reactive. 
It's yeah. having a reaction. Whereas mm-hmm. the other one is just like, oh, this is my core feeling. I have space for it. I respect it. And like, I have space for everyone else to do their life and like be in Toronto. Like it's so, not, it's not a big deal. Right. It's not that it's, because when you said fact, I was going to a whole other thing, like the sky is <laughs> color or purple is whatever. No, you're saying you have gotten that you have, and it's a fact for you that, that Toronto is not the place that you want to live. Yeah. And, and, and you know that, but you're not then saying, and then people that live there are this and people that don't live there are that. And it, it, there's a whole commentary that comes later that then is, is way beyond just that opinion. And of, I had to really work on that for like yeah. years and years and years and years and years. It's, but all a judgment is, is where I can't move. That's where a judgment in an opinion, I can move with it. Sure. Right. If I have an opinion about something like, okay, I can still like visit and enjoy it and like see all my friends there and like be with my family there. That's an opinion. I can move with it. And I know mm-hmm. it's not for me to live. That's just my opinion. Right. But a judgment, I can't move with it. I'm in total reaction. I have, I have like put other things on other people. So it's the same thing with dating. It's like, oh, wow. Like that I'm like not attracted to that person or, oh, wow. I don't like how they talk or like, oh, wow this, I don't I, like, Oh, they don't ask me questions. Like noticing that. Oh, right. I don't like that. Like that doesn't really feel good to me. Right. And then you pause there and then it's, and it's like, okay, great. Keep talking to them. Or like, great. See them again. Right. It's included. It's including it with, with staying in relationship to the person. It sounds like you notice these, these are automatic thoughts. You notice them. They come up with this person about their attractiveness, about their personality, about their attention to detail you notice these things and it, with judgment right away, if you, start, if you start listening to that, it stops. That's exactly. the end of the relationship. Yeah. But if it becomes, if it's just something you notice, then maybe after 10 times of experiencing exactly. this, it becomes not really a judgment. It's from the way that we're defining things. It becomes an opinion. It's just not going to work and it's okay. And then you're not like, but this person shouldn't get married yeah. and this person's bad and you know, they're or- never going to... Or are you open into a whole new level because there's right. space? Like you went or through those judgments. I keep, or I keep not judging Toronto. And then like one day I'm like, I can buy a home there. You know what I mean? Right. It, it gives opportunity for things to change and things to move. Right. And, yeah. and, and you want to, of course, balance the fact that you, you want to use your time well. You want exactly. to, and, and you don't want to lead waste somebody time. on, waste their time. Yeah. But you don't want to just be blocked by these these judgments right away. And right. like another thing about judgment, which is when you're in relationship and this could be with your partner, this could be with a friend, a boss. We tend to really judge when we're not compatible with someone. And the truth is we have lack of compatibility with every single human being. There's where we're really compatible with some people. And then there's people who are less compatible with. I can still have a great relationship with someone who I'm not so compatible with if I'm not judging where we're not compatible. I'm just like, oh, wow, we're not compatible there. Like we have different values. We do different things, but like not judging that. You're not wishing it was otherwise and exactly. saying that they need to do something differently. You're realizing where the relationship really fits. This is the role it can play exactly. in my life. And I accept that. And that's where it is. And that's okay. And I have a lot of work to do in that area. (laughs) Right. No, but because because it's so easy. And I, you know, I do this too. Like it's so easy for me to go from there to I don't, you know, this relationship and oh my gosh, I like I don't like what they're doing. I don't like how and then but what's really interesting is that randomly I'll snap out of that and I'll just be like, 
this is the limitations of this relationship. I can, because I know, I think I can communicate well. Maybe we can work on this together, but I'm not then increasing the judgment. I'm just, I'm noticing. Totally. And it's also really important, like, look, like there's certain people I don't have so much compatibility with, but they're in my life. And then it's like, great. How much energy does it take me to be with them? And that will dictate how much time I spend with them, but not from a place of like pushing them away, just like, oh, I really value my energy. And that will change, right? During this time, I probably have less energy to be with people I'm less compatible with, Mm -hmm. dealing with the challenges of Corona, a racial uprising, uh, and, and living alone. Right. So it just depends. And that could change if I feel really super filled up and life feels easier. Right. So it's more left over. I'm getting it. You're totally getting it. You're totally moving. (laughs) I think I get it. I really, I I really think I get it because my judgment at the beginning of the conversation was so judgment, right? When you just said judgment, my judgment was what is like, (laughs) what does that mean? What, where where is the, and and, and now, but then I stopped myself as we were going, I just said, let's, I'm going to open to the conversation and see where that goes because I don't, I can't pretend that I understand what you're talking about. I want to hear what you have to say. And I'm very interested in what, in what you're talking about right now <laughs> on a personal level. Um, so Natasha, you've done a really good job, I think, of helping us understand the energy of, and movement that can come with opinion and the blockages that can come with judgment. So where right now is it really becoming apparent to you? You talked about relationships. Maybe that's what it is. But where is it really becoming apparent to you that judgment is just blocking? Yeah, I'm really just getting with your question. Like, open my mind. It might not be relationships, even though that's what I came in. Like, I sure. and I and I think you're actually yeah. So that's great. Okay, it's actually not relationships. That's the truth. So I think it, yeah, I think I was right on the bat when I was like myself. It's really wherever I have judgments on, on um, where I am in life, you know, like I'm on a visa right now. How am I going to get a green card wherever I have like, wow, I say like a lot. I used to not. That's how I write because in acting school, that was trained out of me. So I notice when I say like a lot, I'm like, wow. So I feel like with judgment comes a lot of pressure. So wherever I put pressure, you have to do this so that you can stay in LA. You have to make sure that goes like that. You have to like find a partner so you can get a green card. (laughs) Like all these things. And then my judgment of myself for how I'm doing in all those standards. But really what it, the core of it is trying to create a life from an idea instead of a next incremental step and judging myself for not meeting a picture rather than having letting myself have my feelings of like disappointment or whatever's there like I don't know it will it will change depending on the circumstance in the moment but really like backing myself up with how I do my life and how I show up in my life so in other words there's this part of yourself where and there's a story and the story the idea is you're in LA you find a partner you get your green card you live there, you create and then I can stability, just do coaching you and I don't have do to do yeah. your thing, all this baggage of things that you need to, that you want to work out. And yeah. th- that's the story you get really caught in. And then it's not working out the way you're constructing it. And then you get more condemning towards yourself, if you will. Just frustrated or like yeah. you're not being, you're not successful instead of who said that has anything to do with success. And all it is, is unwinding um, patterning of cultural um, imprinting. 
hmm. that I was taught or learned. Right. From so there's this, this right. It's embedded in you. This is a way that you want to live, and 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 then there's so much judgment that comes with that. And because you don't, you're not doing exactly that. So you're not sort of matching up to this this idea yeah, in it, your head. I and I think I always like I even though I you know I've I've really I haven't lived like a typical um, Jewish person from Toronto's life like ever, and. I think I'm, that's what I'm still striving towards deep inside like that. Oh, but if then everyone will be like, Oh, Natasha is normal. Or like, Oh, Natasha is like everyone. And it's like, no, 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 I never will be. And none of us actually are. None of us actually are. So in a way, this, this, this judgment, which manifests itself particularly right now in, let's say your, your lifestyle and, and relationship lifestyle yeah. where that's really manifesting a lot of the judgment is, is coming in right now for you without that what that's really telling you is oh my gosh I don't want to be rejected I don't know I feel like I experience rejection all the time like I mm-hmm. feel like I'm almost addicted to rejection like in in in, in with like men in that in that world right. I'm not afraid of it I feel like I seek it out almost but um I think it's more of like, yeah, I think you're, yeah, you're right. It's like a, not a, it's like not making the mark, but it's my worth being caught up in that instead of my worth being in the present moment and in connected to myself. And that really is all that defines my worth. How connected am I to myself in the moment and like my surroundings and how fully am I showing up right now? Mm -hmm. Right. It's not like the rejection, the way, you know, you, you've, you put yourself out there more than a lot of people I know. And therefore you experience rejection, acceptance and rejection. But this is when I was, when I was thinking about the kind of rejection, I was thinking like the reason why those those judgments stay so strong is because you come from a world and survival is tied to like being a part of the tribe, being a part of the group. And so one of the benefits, if you will, of remaining in that judgmental state a lot is that it, it it ties you to the fact that you can still be a part of that in some way, even though that's just one message that you're that you've learned totally. culturally to 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 hold on to. Yeah, and one of the one of the benefits of coronavirus is being so removed from all of it and and not being able to go back and like really like wow, I am building and choosing my life different than anyone. That, and that feels actually really true and really actually the step that's needed to finding a partner because I'm not looking for an ideal based on my training or based on what I saw growing up. I'm just really like connecting to the truth of my system. So in terms of the, the judgment really being a, a adaptive or beneficial for you in, in your life, what would you say the, the benefits really are that, of continuing to, to have that, you know, that judgment that pushes you away, that tells you like right away, no, don't go there. I think it keeps me like not successful and that keeps me safe. Okay. Like I don't get to like be like, I, I just get it. You know, it, I, it keeps me from expanding and expansion, even though success is expansion, success is expansion and expansion is painful and challenging. Like it's not, it's not like, you know, if someone has their company sold, like that's really hard. Once it gets sold, it's not like, great, it's easy now. It's like, now the work begins to a whole mm. new level. And that's every level, you know, you get married. Like 
that's hard. <laughs> and we're just like fed, oh, expand We're really fed fairy tales. There's almost like an ease in how I've been living. There, there, even though it's really hard to like move constantly, mm. there's an ease in not growing roots. Right. There's, yeah. there's a safety of picking up and going exactly. of, of not, of being able to walk away. Exactly. And, 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 and again, it's like your family are obviously deeply meaningful relationships, but they're also, you know, they're, they're mirrors for you. They're, they're, lots of stuff comes up. And yeah. so. And allowing, there's a reason I live far away. Right. right. And so allowing <laughs> the judgment, these judgments to where you get to push, push away. Let's you know, I'm just thinking about relationships right now as one example. Yeah. It's like the more I get to push that away, the more I get to be at ease. Don't feel like I don't, I don't have to, well, I don't have to open my heart. Yeah, That's something I'm really, open. I don't have to open. So I, and I'm very open. I'm really comfortable with women. Like I'm yeah. very open with women. I'm very open with clients and I coach mm-hmm. the men and I'm open when I feel safe. So, and I don't feel a lot of safety around men. So I'm unwinding that right now. I'm literally like, I wake up in the morning and I write all of my limiting beliefs and everything that's true about that I feel about men or relationships or myself. And then I burn it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Doing some witchery shit right now. Well, yeah. it just means it's like, this is, I'm noticing this is coming up and this is passing and I don't need these judgments to dictate the steps it's not, I take. It's not even noticing that it's coming up. This thing about limiting beliefs. Yeah. You don't have to look at them, but they run your life. Okay. They run our your beliefs life. run our lives. All of our mm. beliefs run our lives. Mm. But if you don't have to look at it ever, you know, I've really been able to create anything I've wanted. So I'm like, wow, if I haven't gotten in partnership, like there's really something there inside me that I don't want, or that's really blocking me. There's so. something really, as much as it's something you, you do want, there's also something really protective about it for you that I don't want that you don't want and there's that safety piece right that safety and 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 trust um and that it's like it's so interesting like you because it's Natasha Stern Natasha Stern does movement and and when does so much movement with other people and when she's in her uh, other personas it's like flowing and moving and being and then there's this area and not just this area but this is an area that comes up that I'm stuck that you're stuck yeah. and, 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 and you're not, and, and whatever that is, you're, you're just, there's a safety in that stuckness. Totally. Right and that's, and, and that's movement. It's like, you're never gonna have an, at no areas that you're stuck in. There was always, and all this is for me, like, I don't think it's such a big deal. Like it's right. hard right now, but it's just the next wave. It's my next wave of challenge. It's my next wave of movement. And I'm committed to movement. I'm not, I'm more committed to movement than having a boyfriend. I am more committed to change and to shifting than getting the thing. Cause I know once I have a boyfriend, the next wave's going to come. So I might as well get committed to the practice than just attaining the goal. That's a concrete area of your life, but, exactly. but there's a meta set of interaction, which is like this judgment that you're talking about that you want to work through because then you know that it'll, it'll open other areas of life. It's, it's not a fixation, right? It's stopping. It's hindering me. Yeah. It's it's not a fixation about the relationship because you you have no delusions of grandeur, as you said. Whether there, there's major responsibilities that come with commitments and whole other sets of things to work through. You know, I can speak for myself. Remembering the angst 
you know, for myself about wanting to be in a committed long-term relationship and, you know, thank God I'm there, but I'm a human being. And now, and now thank God I have that. It's like the, the hierarchy of needs. There are other things you're living, you're living. We're never done. We're, we're human beings. So, so there's been a comfort in that for you and in, in allowing yourself to be blocked in this area. What, what other benefits come to mind? I think like there's a whole thing around collapsing. I can go to really dark places. Like I think we all can. And I'm, and I've gotten so much better at like holding myself and letting myself feel that. And also just like, and keep going, give yourself a direction, Natasha, keep going. But just to do that with someone else or like, like, I don't know how to let someone hold me in that. I don't know if I'm supposed to. Like, I've trained, because I had to train myself so much to not do that. Like, I always used to collapse onto my parents, collapse onto circumstance. So, like, last year I lived in Israel was probably, like, one of the most challenging years of my life. I never talked to anyone about it, like, except for my own coach. I did all my own work, maybe once in a blue moon. When my mom came to Israel, I cried for the whole week. But, <laughs> but, but like, besides that, like, I del- I'm like, you need to learn to hold yourself up. So, and, but like movement, that what usually happens is you learn a skill and then you go to the extreme. And then it's like, okay, great. Now you need to do the other side, which is like, oh, actually collapsing. Not, it's like letting I, I get myself it. be held, but with more function. So I don't really know how to do that. It's interdependence. It's, you know, it's yeah, exactly. Sue Johnson's work. I'm just, I'm not that much of like an EFT type style, but I find it. Yeah. She great. removes a lot of the judgment of us realizing that we are social and relational mm-hmm. beings. And, yeah. and as much as we want to hold ourselves, and that's really important, we also want to be held by others. Yeah. And so it's not I, just romantic. I mean, it's everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, like it's oh, attachment. It's well, attachment. Totally. And quarantine was such a nightmare for me at some point. Like at first I was fine. And then I was like, not fine. And thank God we've now my movement work that we do every week. Like with my teacher, I've initiated a student led beach thing. So we meet on the beach and do the movement. And it's, it's, I'm like, okay, I can do this for two years now. This is, if this is quarantine, if Corona is for two years, like I'm fine. It just one night a week of being with people like changed my whole experience. It's rejuvenating. And so maybe another reason why you, you've sort of stayed in that stuck place with, with the judgment in that area is that you, you're, you've worked so hard to stand on your two feet. Yeah. And, and there's a fear that if, if, if you give up some of that by leaning on somebody else, then you lose like your own standing. Or I'm like, right. I'm functional or like I'm, yeah, or I'm being needy. Like, I don't know how to, totally. yeah. And I've also been really rejected in the past. Like, like yes. really harshly rejected. And you don't want, reje- <laughs> who wants rejection in that, in that way? It's existentially yeah. devastating. But it's part uh, of being a human being. So Natasha, you, you've really, you've fleshed out some of the reasons why that stuck judgmental place in relation to uh, intimacy in some way has mm-hmm. has been a place to stay even though you're moving in unbelievably and dancing in so many ways <laughs> so what, what are the, what are some of the reasons why oh, wait, I have one more yes one more okay fine let's hear it i'm not practiced in receiving mm. and i just noticed that now when you said that like i had to remind myself oh receive what he's saying like take that in take that in what you just said and I was about to totally skip over it right so I'm really comfortable not receiving and it's a weaker muscle of mine to receive Mm. so I work on that a lot but like it's really hard you have to feel everything when you receive 
it's really hard. Right. <laughs> so both receiving praise, but also receiving another person. Exactly. Right. Letting that, someone give to me. That right, because it's a comfortable place for you to be the giver. It's a powerful place. You have so much energy for others. Um, it's yeah, I I see that also. Now, in terms of the, on the other end, so there's these benefits of, of maintaining that, that strict, strong kind of judgment as being the guide and dictating mm-hmm. how, how you work. What, what, would be, what, what would make your life better or what benefits would you have by opening and making more movement in this area? Mm. Oh my God. It's like my whole life is on the other side of it. Mm. Like I know that. Um, it's my number one block right now. Um, I'd just probably have more people in my life. I'd probably have a relationship like in the right timing. I'm sure I'd let go of my past more cause it just wouldn't be as, and I'd probably have more energy cause I'd be receiving the energy that everyone's giving me instead of like blocking it. So life would just be way more open. Just yeah. Like- it's like absolutely what's needed. Right. <laughs> And I can only move as fast as my system can unwind the judgment. I can't rush right. it. Right. Absolutely. Now, yeah. in terms of relationships, where this life, because, and again, we're just using that again, just to be clear, we're using that as a paradigm. We're not, we're not getting just caught in this one particular sequence. Yeah. There's, a, there's a meta sequence, but this is just something to hold on to a little bit. And, and I hope that's okay with you because I know it's way more than this. In the relation, in relationship sense, the way that you are looking to create an intimate relationship or a life partner, what are some of the benefits that you would accrue? Not from the judgment, not from the story that you think it needs to be, not because you want to be a part of the story and people will think you're normal. All of those things we understand and you and most people will just not admit to it anyway, but we're wired in these ways culturally um, evolutionarily of just needing to fit in, but from Natasha, from the movement place, what would be the benefits of allowing yourself to have a relationship like that? The first thing that comes to mind, like so much easier, like someone could just do some things for me. Like I wouldn't have to do everything. Yeah. Like just like, uh, like just some, like just someone to team play with. I really just want someone to team play with, like just to have a teammate. You know, you can get so much more done with a teammate. So My friend Norman says one plus one equals 11. Oh yeah, exactly. And it's like, I just want to go farther than I can go on my own. Like I can go fast on my own, but I want to go further. And just that reflection, like I really am nourished by reflections, by connection. Sometimes I think that you need to just keep the plant in the same place and give it different water, different food. Sometimes you got to move the plant. And that was like me in Israel. I was like, okay, give yourself as much good water as you can. Like, do not, you're not moving your plant. Like you're here, you're not moving. And I, and I gave myself all the nutrition, created an entirely nutritious, incredible life for myself there. And I was like, this is not my trajectory. And I had to move my plant. And I'm so, I have so much nutrients here. I get so many nutrients. I'm like a different person. But that's a, you stuck, stuck with it for a long time. Yeah. And you, you, let, you noticed all the judgments, but you just said, I was I'm like, moving. this is not Israel. This is you. But at a certain point you stepped up and you said, you got to the level of opinion. I got you complete. Said, this is just I not where I'm living. I, well, right. I just saw my trajectory. I yeah. realized that I could only hold on to my movement without any community who does what I do for maybe max two years. 
So I would just feel like I'd get so many nutrients from having mm-hmm. reflections and from like connecting and like intimacy. And I just want those nutrients. <laughs> right. <laughs> feel depressed. Right. I just like, I just have a hug. Like I don't, you don't live with someone and it's coronavirus. Like you don't get lots of hugs. (laughs) Right. The little, the little things just Natasha Stern is amazing. And another person is amazing. And together they create double or triple or quadruple. And, and it just companionship on a very deep level. Like you're a very deep person. And, and the more, if you have an, someone that, that can match with you in, in that world, now it, it won't necessarily look the way you think. It's not, it's not another Natasha. Natasha doesn't need another Natasha. No, I don't. <laughs> right? That. But like, ex- yeah, I want the expansion. Like I'm very right. like, yeah, I could keep growing on my own and I will. And like level of expansion with another person like that. You know, my teacher always says she's like, you think you're wise until you get into partnership. So I'm ready to hit into that. Like, oh, I know nothing. <laughs> right. Right. So you, so we're already starting to say like life will be open, more open, more of a companionship, somebody else to, 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 to mirror with yeah. and to, to see. No, it's like Nintendo. It's like Super Mario. Like I'm just done with the level that I'm at. Like I right. want to get to the next level, like, right. but right. not in like a judgment way. Just no. like, I really want to see like, what's the environment like there? Which bad guys are there? Like what, <laughs> like what's there? <laughs> you're, you're done with this, with this world in, in the yeah. Super Mario. What, what comes wanna, up? What are you laughing at? I just want to give it, like, I just thought of something like, okay, so. Noah watches really intense games by himself. Okay. He can't watch sports games with oh, anyone yeah. else because the level of expansion is too much for your system when you're oh with God. other people during like that intense type of how, how did you know that I watched the Super Bowl? Because it's Philadelphia one of my favorite things. So fun. I think it's like, it's one of my favorite things about you. Like yeah. you can't watch it with other people. Like, I do not like watching with there. other people. Like, this is a whole yeah. other discussion. I'm not gonna let myself <laughs> go into it right now. But yes, I do watch alone. Yes, the lights are off, and no, you're not invited, and I don't care if you're a fan or not. I don't want to watch with you. Okay. So funny. Yeah, that, so that's a good – it, it fits in some way. <laughs> Look, and this is, again, you, you are continuing. You're always looking for movement. You're, you're being you're, – you're striving to be the best you can be, but you know that you can reach higher levels, whatever that means, in relation with another. Totally. It, and and that's and that's one area. So we have, I mean, that's a number of areas you've talked about. So many different things, from everyday companionship to depth to mirroring to all sorts of things. Anything else like coming to mind for you right now? Um, yeah, I just keep hearing like help. Literally, just like, oh, I'm less good at this. You're better at this. Do it, or show me how to do it, or or check it for me. Yes. Like really, the, it comes down to the team being on a team. A team. And I'm really good at surviving alone and creating and thriving alone. Um, and I do better on teams. Right. And we, we all do. It's like this podcast, I don't think people understand, just as an example, I hate to, I'm not that kind of person who tries to make an example when someone says something that it's all about me. Bye. I don't mean it like that. But it's just when you said that, because my wife, Atara, produces this podcast and edits this podcast. I do this and we're a team and, and then we can do much more. Exactly. Um, so that sounds, that sounds amazing. And in terms of what is sort of getting in the way of that, take me through a recent experience where the, just the judgment was off the charts and then you pulled out. Someone I've met a few times that like, um, I don't think they would listen to this, but you know, obviously I would never say their name, but um, 
I just, I, I oscillate between like, wow, I just like don't enjoy my time myself around him to like, am I being a bitch? Like, I can't tell. (laughs) And I don't like how he talks and I don't like all these things. And I don't, and I actually know what it's like to enjoy my time around people. So I also know that experience and it does take time for people to open up. Oh yeah. Older guys. I'm like, ugh, like I'm not, I have so much resistance with older men, like after a certain age. Right. So it's, it's right now where it's coming up the sort of the block, if you will, where the judgment is that you're just not sticking with it. Um, not giving it enough of a time. Since I've been working on the judgment piece with relating the last like month, mm-hmm. I haven't like dropped anyone from judgment. Maybe they've like dropped me, but then I just think it's funny. I'm like, oh my God. Right. I never liked you. <laughs> like, well, of course, then, then you got to so win in your awesome. head. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. Like, it's amazing um, what the mind can do after, right? Yeah, I'm like, oh, great. That's great. Right, um, right. Or, yeah. So, and I think like judging myself in past relationships or past incidents, I think that also gets in the way, like right. of comparing and. Right. And so, and again, you, 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 you're able to discern at a certain point, you say, okay, this is just not, it's not about eradicating the wisdom of your mind and body. Um, Yeah. Like, like, okay. So like this person sent me a text and I was like, like, that was my like, ew, like stop talking to me. And that was how I felt. And I was like, great. You're still reactive. Keep seeing them. Mm. (laughs) Like you haven't finished. You haven't done your part yet. Your part is to like fully get to know someone. Like get to, and like, I really get, I need to switch from like finding someone to like, oh, what zoo creature are you? Like what makes you tick? Just like what animal are you without any of the pressure? Yeah. That's like, you know, it's such a different thing you bring to the table when you do that. Like it's, it's, it, of course there's maybe a, a larger goal in some way, but it's yeah. like, you, you're not letting that immediacy, like this holding on, it's really tight when you do that. It's really tight versus just like, yeah, what, what zoo creature are you? And, and I think that's a sort of a metaphor of just a way of interacting. I still have tons of judgment. I'm just like, right. I'm, I won't give up on, I'm very committed to movement. <laughs> That's what it is. I'm just so committed to my own movement. It is not, it's really not about them. I'm like, I want to learn this because I know this is impacting my life. And, and so in just what's coming up more and more is, it, so it's, of course, it's things will be open up, opening up more, more movement and having a team partner, a player to, to, to engage in the world with, but then also an ability to have a corrective experience where all the things that that prevent you from being in that relationship having to do with that strong inner sense that comfort that not wanting to collapse the way you said also learning that natasha can still be natasha in all of those ways even with the expansion of being with somebody else right now it's like it's really safe we talked about all the reasons the protective reasons why you don't want to and then once, if you, if you do it, you'll also learn that you don't lose those other things. Yeah. Cause you won't, who am I? I've been married for a year and a half and we're not even talking about marriage, but I, I, to be totally honest with you, just like right now, my, the, my time, how it's spent, my creative energies, like way more time 
way for more sure. space, way more complementariness. Anyway, that's just my experience. Yeah, of course. You have um you have a you're you're able to like oscillate between holding containers for each other. There's a container. Like when there's container, more creativity can happen. Right. So we, we've, we've moved through a lot of different things. We've learned a, a lot about why you're not, why you're staying in that judgmental place and then why you're moving, why you want to move out of it, what you can learn about yourself, how much more you can expand. Just in terms of the here and now, what do you think you'll do to, to sort of allow yourself even just a little bit more to, to be more open to, to this non-judgmental presence? I think I'd still get like I'm just I'm committed to doing my um my like writing and and burning every day for, until September first. So I'm gonna keep doing that. Whoa. I also do a lot of like um connecting to the. This is a little trippy, but if you do this stuff, you'll get it. But it's like I connect to the space of inside my body, inside like I connect to the quantum field, and from the place of the quantum field, so. For anyone listening, like, what the hell is she talking about? I connect to nothingness, like nothingness around me. If you like, there's space in your body, and like, I connect to that. I can't, I've never done acid, but I'm like, I feel like this is what acid would be like. <laughs> like, I've never me done either. it, so I don't actually know. Um, and I connect to the energy, like, there's a truth. Yes, it's true that they're saying no, and something else is true, also. They're both true. So I get to choose which truth I make my primary. So there's the true where it's like, oh yeah, I've been single for like so many years and I'm alone and whatever. That's true. There's truth in that. And then I can also, I'm working on connecting to the feeling of like receiving, like having that ease, having that help, having that team, like just energetically connecting to that. And, and, and it coming in all, di- in, in all different areas of your life being more of a team player yeah. all, like it, it, and, and just allowing that to be more of an experience for you being open to being the receiver in, on in different relationships and just allowing that in general can mm. hopefully impact the way that you interact with people that, that are also looking for partnership. Yeah. I think um, receiving is the big one, like really receiving. letting myself like be seen, be held, receive. Right. That's going to be the big direction. Yeah. Right. And, and again, of course, first of all, I'm, I'm so thankful that you have been able to take something that was so abstract to me at the beginning and really help me understand what you're talking about and make sense of it and, and learn just a, a perspective that, uh, that, that I haven't thought about as much. And, and so th- that was really interesting. And, and I really... I feel like as best as I can, I understand what you're talking about. Of course, totally. I, I feel like you do. Yeah, I feel like you get it. Totally. And, and so that, and I just, I really hope that, you know, even if it's maybe, and again, uh, there's always a, at the end of every episode, I do a sort of like a something like for me, yeah. it was for picking my lips was my hands are tied behind my back is like just mm. a reminder that like, I don't need to pick my lips, creating more space. Just it's just it just encapsulates the feeling of the entire episode. That is just yeah. a gentle reminder. That, I have mine. Yeah, what's yours? I have it. I can be seen. I can be held. I can be loved. I can be seen. I can be held. I can be loved. Yeah. Right. I can be seen. I can be held. I can be loved. And so when you are interacting with a group of people that you want to get close to, and you're and you're doing your work at or the like beach. like one person. <laughs> 
<laughs> right, 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 right. No, but, but, but for sure. But I just want to make sure because you know it's more than that. But totally. right, when you because how we are in one area, we are sure. in every area. Yeah. But that's an example. When I'm on that, when I'm on that date, when I'm seeing that person, when and all the judgments come up, and again, not saying that it's not important to have that evaluation to trust that at a certain point and say, hey, this is my opinion. It's not going to work. That's different. But just in the process, I can be seen. I can be heard. Wait. Held. I can be seen. I can be held. I can be And held is very energetic. It's also physical, but it's also like energetic. Totally. And and if that can just, if there's a little bit of space for that mantra to enter in, maybe that mantra represents just, okay, I noticed the judgment. I'm going to keep going here. I'm going to be a little bit more vulnerable than I was before. I'm going to- and, and I know, look, the, the tricky thing is, is of course, when you're talking about the, the story about trying to fit in and all these things and et cetera, it's not that you're against certain elements of, of the culture and the world that totally. you've come from. Yeah. It's just on your terms, on your terms with your story. In my truth. In your like truth. Not, yeah. Like what's true. Cause sometimes on my terms is also like totally cultural. It's not real. But, um, but I just want to say, as you were sharing, like, I just got so much movement from this conversation. Like I, that really, like I can be held. I can, like, I was like, how's this going to help me? Like, I don't know, but I'm going to do it. Cause like, I love Noah. And I like, think you're an amazing interview and like super talented. And I know you've been doing the work forever. So I'm like, I, I don't care. I just want to see what, like what our, I would love to just talk to him, but I did not expect, I really feel like I'm leaving with tools of like a next increment. That's all I was like, Oh, I hope he doesn't make me like go like 10 increments. Cause like, that's like so typical of people to be like, okay, great. Like now you're going to do that. And then it's like, that's not sustainable. So no. I really feel like I'm leaving with one easy increment that actually created a lot of opening in my system. So thank you. I can be seen I can be held. I can be loved. It's just a gentle reminder in a tiny, 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 tiny little way in the, in the areas that you're trying to make movement, that you're stuck in judgment. I can be seen. I can be held. I can be loved. I love it. Now it's so great. So thank you so much, Natasha. And, and, and part of the goal as I wrap up here is just to say that these episodes are of course about the interaction, but it's also about all the other people that are listening that have similar areas where they're, thinking about the world and trying to interact and your openness and your vulnerability and your ability to share what you're sharing allows other people to be more honest and open in their lives. And I think that's one of the goals that I have in this is that it's not just about the person. It's about what that person can help open up for others. Wow. That's so beautiful. I feel so honored to be on. Editing for this podcast is done by the lovely Atara Shields Tile. Music and theme song by Hope and Social in their album Yorkshire Electric EP with the song People Change. <laughs>